Well, it's that time of year again where you can make your Christmas restless. We've got you covered for Christmas with reformed Christmas cards featuring your favorite reformers, scented candles, ornaments for your tree, Soli Deo Gloria beanies, and you can wrap it all in gift wrap featuring your favorite reformers in Christmas hats. You've been asking for it. Well, technically, no one asked for it. But now you can have it. We've got it. And you can't tell me that you don't want to go check this out. Visit therestlesspodcast.com and click A Very Restless Christmas in the store tab to find all of the Christmas merch. This merch will only be available for a limited time, so go and order today. Oh, no. On the sixth day of Restless, Pastor Michael said, oh, no, the moment we started recording. Pastor Michael, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. I'm ready for more. I'm ready for more days, more of the 12. I, I am I'm ready for more days too. I am in a uh for me, I am in a really chipper mood. It must just be the 12 days of restless. It's just a good time to be here with the restless podcast. Uh, it's a great time. I am tired because I've had kids that won't stop puking all week. Which so Merry Christmas and a Merry, happy new year Merry to Christmas, the everyone to Pastor Michael's family. Um we also had a listener shout us out on Instagram uh, from their own podcast. So we'll shout them out for the for the joy of it, of the season of the Semper Reformanda podcast. They their podcast came out late. So they said, hey, these guys are making podcasts every day. If you if you need something while we're coming out. But they did say, hey, our podcast is still coming out over the holidays. So they said we're not the only ones doing it now. It kind of remains to be seen if this is an overall good strategy or not to like to put out tons of content the weeks when everyone's like, ah, I don't know if I'm, I'm they're not. Well, I don't have time to listen. Commute. I'm going to be with family and friends and <laughs> busy. <laughs> That's right. So it, it it remains to be seen if there are enough people like me who recl- become a recluse for certain times of the day, no matter where they are, and they want to listen to something. But so it's a it's so it's a great day. I've poured myself a seasonal stout aged in bourbon barrels with figs, wow. graham crack and graham crackers. So this was a That's... gift from a friend. Uh, and so thank you very much. We will look how dark that is. That is dark. So that is not what I'm drinking. I have a mango LaCroix. <laughs> so, and if that you I drank half week... of earlier and I'm finishing. <laughs> so That's. Man, that feels rough for me, but yeah, that's okay. So, Pastor Michael, we had a we had we have a you know we have wonderful Patreons who support the show, and so we asked if there were any topics or any ideas that we should talk about. And one of the ideas was such an obvious thing we probably should sound off on during these twelve days of restless we are today, and that is the "He Gets Us" campaign. So, Pastor Michael, I don't know about you, until the Presbycast episode covering them trying to keep the PCA involved. I was totally unaware this existed. Yeah, me too. Me too. And with the amount of money that's evidently being spent on it, I am kind of shocked that it, I had never heard of it. Or, it is or maybe that is just a, a show of what it's actually able to accomplish, which is probably nothing. <laughs> but <laughs> so so this is just so everyone knows, in case you don't know, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about it. We're gonna we're gonna kind of give our reaction to it because that's what's gonna be most fun. We're not gonna 
go into the wheat like the presby cast right they did a nearly two hour episode you know examining all yeah they had tom buck on um who he's right. what is he sbc yeah something like that so he's because a Baptist, the SBC but we still love a, him yeah and the sbc is officially partnered with the he gets us campaign right, right. and so yep. tom and the buck PCA is, was potentially going to join this or at least it was questioned it was thought that's and right. it was brought up, and uh, it seems as though the backlash was pretty significant, pretty fast. And hopefully, at this point, there's no money going that way. But let's just say that it wouldn't shock me if we lost some money on that one already. We'll just find he, out. I don't know. He, we'll just say that, you know, apparently it wasn't enough for Pastor Michael and many of the other PCA elders that Ed Stetzer had been brought on board to be a trusted voice in... <laughs> in 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 in, uh, in this process so so there were some really <laughs> controversial early things that were done in the he gets us campaign and ed stetzer was brought in to like you know really be the voice of reason the like voice of clarity of theological clarity in the room to help guide this uh this effort and i would call it evangelistic effort but they are clear this is not an evangelistic effort right um, and so Ed Stetzer at the helm, Pastor Michael, just like he was at the uh, COVID response and church things funded by the U.S. government. So <laughs> that's just what I was saying. First, the U.S. government reaches out to him, the CDC, and then <laughs> and then the, he gets his campaign. The $100 million of they've said they will not release where the money has come from. The donors are definitely remaining anonymous. Because George Soros would not have anybody know. <laughs> This is but a joke going back to when we were talking about Ed Stetzer's other, uh, you know, or also just true <laughs> or also I mean, just true. It's um, weird, right? I mean, it's yeah. weird how much that guy's money shows up in places that uh, you would expect to just be funded by Christians. <laughs> so so Pastor Michael, the he gets us campaign. Um, I mean, unironically, again, this is I, I it's hard to even cover this because it feels like everything <laughs> I'm about to say is a joke. I'll just put it that I, way. <laughs> Um, because the He Gets Us campaign is a, is an attempt to uh, reintroduce, they, they say on their website, they're trying to reintroduce Jesus to America, and they're literally trying to help like Jesus's brand in, in America. They're trying to make him, quote unquote, the biggest brand in your city. This feels, Pastor Michael, like a Babylon B, like, let's get Gary V in here to like, do jesus's branding literally rebranding the messiah that's yeah. what they they said this they have said that that's what they're doing yeah it, it, <laughs> right it, it is an effort to attract skeptics and cultural christians um and so it's and they're literally talking about we don't want marketing faith to be a dirty word so pastor michael obviously there are kind of a million questions we could go down to go down this road on you know, questions of pragmatism. But I think the best way to do this is for us to start. Um, so some people are only familiar with the videos. And I've learned a lot of people are only familiar with the um, the billboards that they've been buying in like very expensive places. So I just sent Pastor Michael uh, the first four billboards I found when I Googled these. So Pastor Michael, will you start? Will you just describe the first one? Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. So, so I can't tell where this is. It's some so it's you know, electronic Hollywood, Florida, billboard. This is like in Hollywood. Florida. Florida. Oh, Hollywood, yeah. Florida. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. So kind of in a, you know, in the a, one in Florida. So who, a, you know, you know, like a, a downtown, like a downtown district. Yep. 
Oh man. It's like Atlantic city, right? It's not Vegas, but it's, it's there, you know, if you can't make it to Vegas, it's here. Yeah. If you can't make it to Hollywood, California, boy, do we have something for you in Florida. All right. So this is an electronic billboard. It's got uh, a man with a, a girl riding on his back. Like she's, he's giving her a, he's giving her a piggyback ride. Yep. There's a couple other women behind him smiling and they're all looking at the camera. It's a black and white photo. And it says, Oh my goodness. Oh boy. Oh, this is hard. This is real, by the way, everyone. This, this is real. We're not real making billboard. this up. I this wish, is, oh, I wish we were making this up. This is a Gary. But this, this is, is, this is a hundred million dollars of rebranding of the Messiah. Uh, it says Jesus let his hair down too. Master, huh. what, what possible <laughs> value could that billboard provide to, any, to, to anyone? What does that tell a, a passerby about about our Lord Jesus Christ at all? Oh, it's so absolutely horrible that anybody thinks this is of value. <laughs> but they do. I think that these people are convinced that this is of value. That's right. Ed Stetzer is convinced there is some value. Oh, Pastor Michael, why don't you do number two? Because number three and four are my favorites, and I'd like to get to describe those. So give All us right. number two. So okay. this is uh, this is a, a web ad. So this isn't a billboard. This is an ad they buy and so put it's just on. just like show up on your Instagram feed or That's something right. like that. That's right. So this is, uh, there, it's a picture, clearly like a a party um, up on, you know, it, up on a roof somewhere maybe. There's a little glass table they're sitting on chairs maybe out on a balcony in a city and definitely millennial generation definitely millennial right yep so a guy in a you know flannel and what do you call that kind of hat uh, like oliver twist hat i don't know the yeah. real name for it yeah uh but he's sitting he's drinking and looking over at a woman who's got her hand on his shoulder laughing they're smiling and laughing there's weirdly if you just look at the background mm-hmm. there's like a oh, woman in the background covering one eye which i just assume is illuminati but we'll let the other youtubers get on that one um but (laughs) we don't yeah anyway uh so this is what this one says so it's just a party balcony party hanging out we're having fun it says jesus made space for everyone he He gets gets us (laughs) so so pastor michael what how is how is there can you give us any idea of how anyone could think this is helping cultural Christians or skeptics be introduced to Jesus? I'll just say we all know the obvious implication of this one is, is that Jesus was inclusive, right? Like, yep. and with everything, like that's Jesus obviously everybody. He welcomes everybody. Right. Um, it, the, what I can imagine is going through people's heads, people with maybe the best of intentions, paving the road to hell, but still the best of intentions uh, is that Ed Stetzer always has the best of intentions, <laughs> right? He has the best of intentions. I've no doubt. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> I, should, I shouldn't lie. I, should, I shouldn't lie on the podcast. I may, I may, <laughs> I may have some doubts about his intentions, but let's just assume for the sake of argument. Yeah. They have the best right. of intentions. That's right. <laughs> uh, so, he is, uh, I shouldn't say he, now I'm just like, this is all Ed Stetzer. So that he gets his campaign. Uh, what they're trying to do is reach out to those ex-evangelical types, the kinds of people who have been like, well, I can't trust my church because 
or the the church or or Christianity institutional religion institutional religion because evangelicals it's all, it's yeah. all Republicans and it's all you know um, these people that are kind of mean and they believe in hell and mm -hmm. judgment and like my gay friends think that it's a horrible place and so I can't go back to the church. That's like that's the best of intentions I can give. We want to help those people understand. No, that's not what Jesus was like. Yeah. Now let's find out if that that explanation holds up with the next two, which are my personal <laughs> favorites. So oh, this no. one's in front of the uh, Treasure Island Casino on the Vegas Strip. Oh um, no, and... I didn't realize that, Matt. Oh, oh, no. oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> and so this one um, is they they bought out the like whole front like. Um, it's like an electronic billboard, but right, like this is like where they show the shows and like everything. And it says, Jesus went all in too, with a link to the He Gets Us website. <laughs> so this one is just saying, like, I guess if like you're here gambling irresponsibly, Jesus was doing was all about that too. <laughs> it's like, I, I, wow. I don't, I, I can't even conceive. I, I, I mean, I think that isn't that just blasphemous? <laughs> like, this is about gambling. I, I don't know. Yeah, right. It is. The, the implication is that this is about gambling. And it's, it's number one, it's a cheese fest, right? Like, oh, even yeah. if, so let me just be very honest here and say when I was a young Christian and I was a counselor at a Bible camp, mm. there was one night with, uh, high school aged students that I had a poker set and I taught everybody Texas Hold'em yeah. because I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Um, and while we did that, I made a devotional out of it <laughs> that included the idea that you have to go all in. I love it. <laughs> when you are following Christ. Now, uh, it was bad, right? And actually, I told everybody at our staff meeting the next morning, and the the program director at the time, who's a good friend of mine, uh, he pulled me aside and said, "Hey, you can't ever do that again. <laughs> like, you can't teach the kids how to gamble." <laughs> yep, admittedly, at a Christian camp, not a... At a yeah, at a Bible camp. I was like, "Oh yeah." I actually, I think I was pretty much like, "What? Come on, I can do this." And now I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah." <laughs> that was pretty bad. No. Let me let me just make sure all of our listeners understand. Pastor Michael was not being paid ten million dollars to be there to come up. I was with not that being paid idea. ten million dollars. I wasn't. Nobody was putting money into this game. This was just you know for fun. And the idea was we you know you need to go all in. You need to devote yourself completely to Christ. Admittedly bad. Mm -hmm. Still, this is Jesus went all in too. Hey, gambling addicts. Yeah. Right. Hey. Hey, people that are like getting the life, your life. sucked out of you yes. by casinos, which are evil places. <laughs> we are going to pay. Hey, what do you think? Jesus is like this, too. What do you think it costs to get that up on the uh, Treasure Island? Right in front of Treasure Island. You have to imagine it's massive. Yeah, it's yeah. absolute. It, it is massive. And I'm going to I'm just going to Google it right now to see if I can find out. <laughs> so, all right. I'll describe the fourth one. Uh, this one is on, um, you can see it kind of as it stretches out. This is on like 10 screens. Uh, this is inside the Dallas Cowboys football stadium. Um, so this is at one of the uh, NFL games, uh, of course, on a Sunday. And what the sign says is, 
Jesus left it all on the field. <laughs> he gets us.com. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Which oh man is like is is just again, it's these are just shockingly bad. <laughs> just how uh demeaning yes is each how one of trivial, these it's yeah. so trivializing yeah it does it, it trivializes what christ came to do who he was right it it uh, i'm sure that they would even say this too that they want to like humanize him that's my right. guess right like oh they, yeah they, they want to make him more human or something like right. that but it is like a lot of this really does um significantly deny his deity just implicitly right it just it makes it like, hey, you know, Jesus, he was just you and me, but right. a little bit cooler. Like he was right. he was all the things that you think are cool, but also a little bit more. He right. wore Ray-Bans just like you. You know, like that's the kind of stuff we're dealing with here. Divinity is basically like he goes all in and wins. He lets his hair down. Things don't go wrong. Like, I mean, right. Hum I mean, at this point, we are basically identifying humanity with the sin nature. Right. Like that's. Yep. Like my most base desires to just watch football and think that's the gambling, gambling, yep. win, go win out at game, go out to parties at night, invite anybody that I want to this party and hang out with them. Yep. All right. So Pastor Michael, um, to be fair, they did not just produce billboards. They've produced a number, quite a number of, of videos of campaigns one has played one played in the last super bowl as a commercial um apparently i i don't watch enough college football but apparently these were all over college football games um and again because i stream everything right i don't watch any network tv so i don't know where you know these are coming from so but pastor michael i just thought we should watch two of these uh because you know this <laughs> we're just doing a service to people right now reacting to these. so <laughs> Uh, the first one is called The Birth. And I just picked kind of two of these at random, right? I Again, I have not watched. I've watched some of the second one because uh, it was in the Presby cast. Uh, so I haven't watched it. I listened to some of it. So I haven't watched any of these. I have not heard any from this first one. It was just called The Birth. So no, I thought. No, I already, I already just hate it so much, Matt. I so, hate it so much. I, just, I thought I would start with this one. Um it's Christmas time, so let's uh let's hear. Oh no! He gets us. Uh, uh, reminds us of the reason for the season. A young girl had a boyfriend. This is a girl. That was a girl making out with a guy on a railroad track and now looking at a pregnancy test. So here we go. She got pregnant. She was scared. How could she face her parents? What would they say? Can't hide something like that forever. Her parents asked who the father was. They assumed her boyfriend, but baby wasn't his. So, Pastor Michael, this is oh no, <laughs> is quite obviously uh, the uh, this is we're going down the teen pregnancy scare. So Jesus and his mother will be very relatable to teen pregnancy scares and teen pregnancy. Um, let's just let's make one thing clear about this. I want it to be known that whenever the gospels describe someone coming across Mary, once they understand like John, the Baptist leapt in his mother's womb when she entered the room, right? There is, of course, there are questions, you know, Joseph, right. I'm going to divorce her quiet, right? Like he's, you know, but, but 
man. Uh, and the, I mean, the imagery, right, Pastor Michael, the imagery is just straight like this is the movie Juno. Jesus's life was like was the movie Juno. Oh, it's so much worse. Yeah. <laughs> like if you watch this video, it is it's just it is appealing to some of the basest like, you know, depraved situations. Right. That people fall into because of, you know, fornication and things like that. But it like it's like, yeah, if you are going to have a baby out of wedlock, doesn't that make you like Mary? No, 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 it doesn't. It doesn't make <laughs> no, you like it, it does not. It, to be clear, as long as there's a live birth at the end, you have one singular thing in common with her. It's true. So. All right. So just making sure we don't get it. The subtitle says he loved her so much he offered to help raise the child with her um this guy likely did not receive an angel an angelic command <laughs> there's so much he offered to help raise the child with her they married and found a small place <laughs> they had very little money and no insurance yes they did not have insurance because it was the <laughs> year 4 AD or, or 3 BC. I don't know. I don't care about your dating. Correct. They did not have insurance. Oh, man. And even just to make it, like, even, like, let's take. Your access to health is relatable. Right. To <laughs> let's, let's put this aside for a moment. Just that this is talking about the mother of our Lord and right. his birth. Who was a right. holy, honorable woman. Yeah, who is a holy and honorable woman, right? Yeah. Who, who, uh, yeah, in, yeah, anyway, let's just set that aside. Sure. Right. The situation between Joseph and Mary was not just a, a troubled guy who's getting together with this girl and then all of a sudden, oh, shoot, a pregnancy scare. I guess I could marry you. Yeah. Also, I that's don't not the situation. People... Also, they have they've included lots of details, but they haven't included these two people getting married yet, which is uh, uh, a they did. I, I think they kind of they inferred it with the video because they were oh. I think it I think it said they got married. I think it maybe did. I think it said it because they had, were holding hands and they had rings on. Oh, yeah, yeah. The video that that's yeah. where it was. So I right. think they did. Great. Good. Good catch on the video. <laughs> Way oh. to go. He gets us one evening. He delivered the child. And lay him. In a manger. So, Pastor Michael, what is the uh, what's the real stinger there? What's the Jesus gets us moment? Yeah. So the takeaway was uh, was Jesus was born to a teen mother. Again, he like, gets us. Yeah. This this is what this is is like. Again, this is the like the most base, contentless appeal to people. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we could make like I could make a video of like guys working with wood and be like, you know, he he learned for, on his daddy's lap and just, you know, the pounding of hammers in the background. He built a table, you know, and then you got to have you know, I because I'm actually would be thinking about like actual gospel content and these things would be like, but he never thought that one day he wouldn't be hanging wood, but would hang on wood. And by the way, he gets us. I guess that's free even though you have a hundred million dollars <laughs> and that is what I, that was the first thing that came out of my head. That was 10 times better than <laughs> anything that we've seen tonight. So, so yeah, so it's just this like base appeal. Now 
if I remember this one correctly. Oh, it's bad. This I one, know, I, I don't know even, this one. This one, I don't even think is like even in the realm of like connected to reality. Like, so right, at least the the birth one is based on at least some degree of a like a single fact that Mary was younger and a virgin. Yep. And teen moms have babies. <laughs> Like Jesus had, I right, right. Jesus had a mom. Yep. <laughs> I, but this that's one, what you that's what you got out of that one. <laughs> that. He, he gets us. He, gets he also us. had a mom. Jesus had a mom, everybody. So, um, but man, he. I feel like Jesus. I just have to say it. I feel like Jesus doesn't get me because he doesn't have an earthly biological father. I I just am wondering if if really if he really can relate, um, but. But let's listen to this one's called the rebel pastor michael before i click play just quick describe the guy that we are, <laughs> we're we're looking at here as this um, starts yeah so we are looking at uh, a man who if you just saw him <laughs> and you are from wisconsin like me you would just assume he's either from a gang or he is a soundcloud rapper Right. Like he's he's got a black sweatshirt on and he's got neck tattoos all the way up, sunglasses, some kind of eye tattoo right under his eye. Right. And he's just he just has kind of a pose like, all right, this is a this is a man who um, would not do great babysitting my children. So let's like he's not getting that job. He's I'm pretty excited to watch this video. But if 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 they do not read the exact things in the description of this video. I'm excited to read those to everyone too. So let's watch this. This is The Rebel. A rebel took to the streets. He recruited others to join him. They quit their jobs, left their families, and swore allegiance to him. They roamed the hood, challenged authority, and made a lot of people uneasy. Oh, look at... Oh, Michael, look at those suburban Karens. Oh, they are that the gangbangers come into their neighborhood. Yeah, so all the pictures, by the way, it's it's like street gangs, like actual street gangs. You know, the kind that murder people and rob people and extort people. They swore allegiance to their leader, and that's who they're showing. They're showing gangs, and then they show these two. Uh, white suburban women standing on their lawn, staring like, "Uh oh, like look yeah. who's coming to town now." Uh-oh. Probably Jesus they have their phone out, probably calling the police. That's right. Yeah. Which, but just I just want to make it clear right now: if there's a gang <laughs> coming near you and you want to call the police, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I just, <laughs> oh, just want to make that clear. Man, it's it's you know I've I, you know these suburban women probably go to a church and they would call the police if Jesus got close to their church, you know. Community leaders feared them. Religious leaders abhorred them. Law enforcement labeled Oh man. Law enforcement <laughs> labeled them outlaws. I don't want you to go watch this, but you do have to go watch it if you haven't. If you you're listening to this, you got to see this. You kind of got to see to to get like they are leaning so hard into like and like again, part of the thing at the end of this is going to be like you, you jerks, stereotyping these people to, that we were doing our best to dress as much like a street gang as humanly possible. Oh, hey, let's make one more thing clear: if you dress like you're 
part of a gang and you're not, but you do dress that way and you carry yourself like you're in a gang and you talk like you're in a gang. If people think you're in a gang, that's on you, man. <laughs> like that's, that's your fault. Yeah. You- <laughs> uh, Pastor Michael, I have no idea what the cash out, like what, like we had Jesus had a teen room. I do not know the cash out. Like what could the cash out line possibly be? <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. I, I, I've we have it, to but shut I- them down. They said, get them off the streets, protect our communities from these troublemakers. <laughs> But they weren't part of a gang spreading hate and terror. Oh, see, there it is. Okay, you, you were confused the whole time. You you Why thought we were talking about a gang that wanted to hurt people, like all the pictures we showed. <laughs> and now, and now the people we're looking at do not look like a street gang. No, they don't. Look. They just look like regular people sitting around talking. They just yeah. happen to have skateboards. <laughs> That's the only thing is that they're a diverse looking group of people with skateboards. They do not look like a gang. It's all. clear. This is clearly made by like boomer types, right? Where they're like, I bet just because this is a person of color and they have a skateboard, you thought they were in a gang. Like that's, that's just like this, nope. you know, assumption. It was the people with the like bandanas pulled over their faces. <laughs> yeah. called, it's like bikes. That it was made- the ones with the gang tattoos <laughs> and the ones staring off like they wanted to murder you. Those were the ones that we thought were in a gang. Enjoying a conversation, look like a normal group of people. Smiling, happy. (laughs) They were spreading love. Oh. Jesus was wrongly judged, Pastor Michael. That's Jesus and the disciples, by inference. That's right. Were wrongly judged. He gets street gangs. He gets us. He gets all of us. Oh, I see what they did there. He gets us. Wow. I can't believe how horrible that I can't believe I didn't notice that before. At the end, it says he gets us. He gets all of us. And then it smushes together and it says Jesus. But the us is highlighted. Yeah. The uh, the, uh, the us. It's really bad. Um, Uh, So, Pastor Michael, I, I mean, obviously, this is dumb. This is a bad idea. It had 24 million views, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, just to be clear. <laughs> now, I mean, how many of those are paid? I Right. I don't know. So let me ask one question, and then we will, then, I don't know, if you have any closing comments. We've already spent way too long on this day of wrestling. It is, I know. <laughs> this is going to, welcome. you're welcome, everybody. You're welcome. We uh, get you. We know what you want. We get you. Um. So here's my question, right? So when they're talking about the PCA, should we be involved? This is I we're about to I'm about to describe a pressure I think a lot of people in the PCA feel. For example, people involved with planting a church like myself. Okay, so they can say, you know what, I get it. This is dumb. This is probably a bad idea. But if there are people from the city I'm in going to this website and actually asking to like connect with a Christian, isn't it better that I submit my ministry name church name or whatever into this website is it isn't it better than worse that i do that and so that is i think the pressure on the other side and this is we might call this always the pressure of evangelicalism that no matter how bad an idea seems there's always a person who like will tell you like and and i again i'm not saying lying like a story of where they legitimately they came to faith or someone was brought into the church because of it 
So Pastor Michael, how do you how do you help all of us out here in the streets? How do can you get us? Do you get us, Pastor Michael? The pressure we feel out here. Oh man. Um yes, I really do get that pressure actually. Cause when it was first said, like, well, we aren't like giving money, we're not a part of it, but our church would be listed among the churches that like they could send people to if they're interested. Right. There's part of me that thinks, oh, maybe that would be okay. Um, but then, <laughs> and it's a, it's a big, but then you learn that like the people they're chatting with on the, he gets us website are like, oh, you want a gay affirming church? Great. We'll send you over there. Here's one for you. Right. Now, they're clear. We'll just say that Ed Stetzer has said he's kind of cleaned up some of these kinds of questions, but anyways, just so best, everyone... of, best of intentions, Ed Stetzer. I'm sure he is really cleaned up, <laughs> clean house on that one. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, so I get the pressure and there is, I mean, again, there's part of me that thinks, ah, maybe I'm, I mean, the, we've talked about doing this podcast and some of the other things that we do online in that, like, Hey, the more you can get stuff out into the internet world, right. the more visible your church does become. Right. And it does. I mean, we have literally had people who come to our church or who get together with me because they've heard the stuff that we're putting out online. That's right. And so that like it, it works in that sense. There there's, there is pragmatic value to certain things like posting things online, getting people's attention. However, pragmatism is not the driving force of what we do. It's not even, it, it is not the even close to the primary concern. Right. And when you have something like a, a campaign that is so unbelievably man-centered that it highlights the us in Jesus's name, <laughs> it lit, like literally yeah. they're making Jesus us, yeah. right? Oh, he's just yeah. us. So they're, what, what is happening is this campaign is not actually winning people to the true Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, right? They are literally winning people to an idol. They're calling people to an idol. And that is not the kind of thing that you can partner with in any way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I agree. I agree. I think that's where we should leave it because, again, if there's one thing that should be considered more important than evangelism, even if we want to put that over everything, basically, which I know many people do, you cannot put it over the honor of Jesus Christ. Like, that's the one thing. That's the one thing you can't do. And so that's it. That's it. That's all I got. I don't have a lot. I don't have a great landing place. These were hilariously bad. You should have paid Gary V to do this instead. And it would have been better. Um, so Pagan's going to peg. Ed Stetzer is going to Ed Stetzer. And we'll be back tomorrow with more of rest. Make sure you join us next week for more of the 12 Days of Restless. We will take a day break for the Lord's Day and be back next week with six more daily episodes. Hey, if you have not rated and reviewed this podcast yet, we are close to hitting 100 on Apple Podcasts, and we've gotten a lot on others. So just help us get that last end-of-the-year bump as the Restless Show will be back with next week.